Hi, welcome back to the Gopher Guys. This is James DePoint. I'm joined by my good buddy here, Pete Carlson. The show is brought to you today once again by Rock Solid Financials. Reach out to them with all your tax, bookkeeping, and accounting needs. You can find them on the World Wide Web at rocksolidfinancials.com. All right, Pete, we are back uh, talking football today. Okay, so we are still your Golden Gophers through 10 games. We are nine and one. Okay, so let's. I know everyone wants to jump off a cliff after Saturday, right? But we are still nine and one through ten games. So let's keep this in perspective here. If you, I were to ask you at the beginning of the year, if we were sitting here today, November twentieth, and I was telling you we're nine and one, what would have been your thought? Nine and I'd be, one. I'd be happy. What would you be? I'd be happy. You'd be happy. Elated. Okay. Elated. Elated? Okay. Very excited. So we're nine and one. Okay. So there yeah. you go. So. You're welcome. We're yeah. nine and one. Okay, okay? Yeah. with two games left to play. That, thank you for that perspective. Yes, right. We're, we're we have two games left to play, but we want to win them all. We we, we do. We, we got do. the team to win them all. We do. We do, and we should have. We should have. We should have yeah. won it, but we didn't. And that's just how football goes. I think we learned it's it's hard to win in the Big Ten, right? And especially yeah. on the road, especially against and good Iowa team. They beat everyone. What was it? The last three out of four years, they've beaten a top five team at home. I mean, that stat alone is just sickening to me. It is. And just one other tidbit on that, uh, they had their three losses in the Big Ten were by a total of 14 points. I mean, they've been to Wisconsin, Penn State, and Michigan. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, there was a reason they were favorites. Yes, um, yes. Vegas line, usually so. gets it right for a reason, and yeah. Um, yeah, there are no cupcakes, but two games left to play. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll we'll go through thoughts on Iowa. We'll talk about uh, the game tomorrow against Northwestern. We'll go through some other uh, some injury notes. Uh, we'll talk about our rankings. We'll talk about the potential of college game day coming, and then obviously we'll get our predictions for tomorrow's big game. And it's always a big game. Uh, against Northwestern. I don't care who we're playing. So uh, let's jump in. So thoughts on last Saturday's game at uh, Iowa. We suffered uh, a loss 19-23. to What's your thoughts and takeaways for that, Mr. Carlson? Well, yeah, let's kind of walk through the first half first. Uh, what a terrible start. Um, yes. Iowa came ready to play. I think the Gophers came ready to play. The execution was not where it needed to be. Yep. Um, Iowa started off. 13-0 in the first quarter. Uh, they missed an extra point. So they had two yep. touchdown drives. They looked unstoppable, and our defense looked awful yes. in the first quarter. Um, and then the one drive we had, um, we actually moved the ball really well all game. Yep. And uh, the difference, and I think this will be a recurring theme um, from my vantage point, was we just didn't finish like we finished all year, and that was the difference maker. Mm-hmm. For example, on that first drive that we had, we were first and 10 from their 33. Um, and then we decided, or actually we got all the way to their 29, uh, went backwards four yards and then settled for a, you know, a long 50 yard field goal attempt by Brock Walker. Yeah. Um, we can talk a little bit about the kicking situation, but that was, that was a missed kick right there. Yeah. It's and, 50 yards though. So right. We, we can't, we can't hold too much weight for a college kicker to make that on the road. Right. Correct. But I mean, but still it, you see, the drive was in control, went yes. backwards. Cause I think if it's fourth and six or anything, uh, Fleck is going for that. Yeah. With our kicking game, I'd be all for that. Yeah. So it was just one of those disappointing things where we had nothing to show for our offense, which was moving just fine Yeah. in the first quarter and into the, really the whole game kind of, 
So, but you know, Iowa came out strong, and that was not expected given their offensive performance. Yep. This year, but they looked <clears throat> Stanley, their quarterback, looked really solid and and came out good. Yeah, and Stanley, I feel, this is fourth fourth year starting. I feel like yeah. he's been there sixteen years for crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, with how it's been, but I have never seen him throw the ball like he threw the ball on Saturday. I mean, he he was outstanding. I I will give him credit for that. The one thing that drove me nuts on the very first drive, and it, it sounds so little and so. Uh, petite with it, but if if you remember, so first first play of the game, Iowa gets the ball incomplete, right? Second play of the game, we line up offsides. Mm. We just straight line up, but Dutreadway literally just lines up offsides. Yeah. And so instead of going second and ten, now they're second and five, right? They mm-hmm. run it. We do a great job. They only get three yard gain. Then it's third and two, and then they get it. If we could have got a three and out there, and maybe they still would have got their first down, but sure. if we would have been able to get a three and out and just set the trend of getting our defense off the field and just starting hot, we play so much better when we start hot. Uh, I think that would have given us the confidence to just settle into that crazy environment, and I mm-hmm. think we could have, you know, I, I don't know if it would have changed the results of the game, but... Um, I think it would at least set us in the right direction. So that was that was kind of disappointing to see. But other other thoughts uh, moving, uh, moving yeah, forward. Yeah, I mean, with that. The, I mean that was the story uh, of the first half. I mean they were it was twenty to three. Yeah. Um, you know they they had another good drive and then we we got a field goal so we moved the ball well. Um, at the end of the first half it got a little interesting. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that sequence, but what what I saw was. You know, we were in that situation before the half. Whether you whether you go for the touchdown or get yep. or get three. Yep. Um, Fleck elected to go get three. Yep. Um, Brock uh, banged it off the goalpost and in, yep. and got the football at the half, which in hindsight seemed like the right decision. But yep. um, one thing I was just thinking about is, you know. Do you do you have any? Would you have done that any differently, or is that a good call? Just going for the the field goal before the half. I think they were on the uh, like the five yard line. Yep. Um. Or four yard line. Yep. Um. So it's yeah. twenty. It's twenty to three at that point, yep. right? Twenty yep. to three, and we're faced with fourth and five. You you have a chip shot field goal, which should have been a much less dramatic chip shot field goal. Yes. So you put us down. You were twenty to three. A touchdown, not a gimme touchdown, would have put us twenty to ten versus what should be an automatic twenty to six. I think, and obviously it's you know Monday morning quarterback type deal, but I think you do take the points if you trust that your team is a better team, right? If you yeah. tr- if you have so that told me that Fleck had a lot of confidence in his mm-hmm. team that he thinks he has a better team. He thinks that his assistants are going to make awesome halftime adjustments, and we're going to just take it to these guys in the second half, which in theory, is kind of what happened if you look at the numbers, if you look at the total yards, we outgained them um, in the second half. We outgained them overall as a whole, um, but we just didn't execute, and we'll get into that uh, in certain drives where we couldn't seal the deal with it. So I, I do think that was the right call uh, to take the points and get out of there um, and have some sort of positive momentum going into the locker room. So, yeah, so. Um, so now we're at 20-6. to six. Moving on into the second half, of your thoughts on third and fourth quarter moving forward there. Yeah, so I mean, I you know that they flashed a statistic. I think uh, going into the second half, I think Fleck was zero and twelve or something behind. Yep. Uh, the previous week before Penn State, he was seventeen and one ahead. Yeah. So um, you know, but I thought we're gonna make the adjustments and win. I truly felt we were the better team. I just thought they made 
terrible execution, mis- you know, mistakes when it mattered. Yeah, had so many drivers in the first half that just stalled and they didn't get anything. Yep. Um. So they came out and they came out amazing in the yep. third quarter. We got a quick touchdown there. Um. So they came out just how you needed to come. You know, them to come out. Yeah. And uh, they got a stop on Iowa. They got the ball back again, and then you know, then we drove down and we kind of. We'll talk about the fourth and four. Yeah, uh, first, but that was. I mean, I liked how they responded and came out. Yeah, so, and well, let's talk about fourth and four right now. So, as you said, they. Uh, so we came down right away, and we we took care of business, and we we scored. We got we got things on the board. So now it's a thirteen to twenty game. Right, mm-hmm. Iowa has the ball. Eight plays, twenty one yards. And three minutes off the clock, we get the ball back, right? So we're sitting good. Minnesota has the ball with eight minutes left in the third quarter. We're only down by one touchdown. And we are playing all all the momentum on our side. We have a 12-play, 76-yard drive. Six minutes and 40. I mean, just classic Minnesota, right? Mm -hmm. So it brings us down to the Iowa 14 where we have a fourth and four. Now, if we have a kicker that if Lance wasn't hurt, right, Mm -hmm. I would guess that... Fleck just takes a three, knowing that I still have a whole quarter and a half to play these guys. I'm Fourth and four isn't a gimme. I'm going to take the points and make this 16-20. He doesn't. He goes for it on fourth and four. He has confidence in his quarterback. He has confidence in receivers. This is the only thing, and these are kids. They're not professionals, so I'm not going to berate this kid, and I'm not going to berate Tyler Johnson because he's a kid, and I get that. But Tyler Johnson is so good, but he is also... For all the amazing catches that he makes, yeah. he makes some very, very untimely drops. Yeah. And that was the most untimely drop that I can remember in a very long time. It literally hit him right in the gut. It could yeah. not have been an easy – he didn't even need to catch it in his hands. I mean, it literally was right in his stomach. He would have walked into the end zone and would have tied that thing up. It would have been 20-20 with a quarter and a half quarter and a half to play with all the momentum on our side the fans came to iowa city they were the minnesota fans came to iowa city we had all the momentum crowd would have been nuts um i think we would have been in a good spot but instead he drops the ball yeah fleck runs out on the field and it's a circus show from there so um that's that's the unfortunate turn of events i i think that play alone that was the turning point in in the game i think that's if we would have scored there i think we would have put up two more scores on him and walked away up 14 yeah i agree i agree i mean that's tyler's a great player but it's a big miss there and he's been known to have those occasionally Mm -hmm. um and we have such a good team we can focus in on this um so it's a good problem to have but that was a huge moment we were in that situation because they didn't execute in the first half yeah um you know and you hate to hinge a whole game on one play but that was a big one and i would say that on the fleck um situation you know it was discussed at length after the game and it didn't alter uh that possession they said which still doesn't make well, sense what was your that. thought on that so, with, was so, he right was he wrong what, um, what, what's your two cents i think you know in real time what i thought was Fleck looked ticked off at the guy hitting his player. Yeah. And shouldn't have been out there. And yeah. and so in real time I go, Oh boy, Fleck, that was yeah. stupid. Yeah. And then when yeah. then they called the penalties, I'm like, well, well, will they offset and we'll just get the ball? Because yep. they both have penalties. Yep. And so I was all confused why that late hit. I get how the ball hit the ground and it was after the play, but it seems to me that he leveled him like a second earlier, it would yep. have been the other way. Correct. So I heard what Fleck said. You know, I think that's the downside of Fleck. 
I love his emotions and I yep. think usually they're channeled good. But in yep. that case, to me, my gut was like, fuck, you just, you went too much. You went too yes. far there. Yeah. Um, wasn't under control. Wasn't under control. So I think, and I think he knew that, but then he yep. kind of, he talks his, his way out of it. He yep. justifies it in his head. And this is an amazing skill he has. And I think you got to be yep. this when you're this different. Like, yes. Him. Um, so my thought was he didn't do the right move there. I yep. have no problem with him checking on Tyler, but I think he got emotional and it was more emotions than really checking on this player. So yep. I think he didn't do that one correctly. Yep. Uh, I don't think it impacted the game in the end, I guess. Yep. Um, but that was my thoughts on it. I, 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 I don't really agree with him on that one for sure. I don't yeah. Know. He, he wrote it off many times. And I yeah. think sometimes when you know you're wrong, the longer you talk about it yep. type deal. Yeah. And he went on yeah. and he went on and then he went on some more. I, I think he realizes in a humble moment, he was probably in the wrong. Um, the only thing that I, I question by the referees throwing that flag is it was a dead ball, right? Yeah. The, it was whistled and it was a dead ball. So for an injury, you can go on a, a trainer is yep. is allowed on a dead ball. They can if they see someone that is hurt, they can run on the field at any time as long as it's after a whistle. So in theory, if we were to run that through, why shouldn't a head coach be able to run on the field if he if we're so hypersensitive on concussions and we're yeah. on player safety and all that stuff, why shouldn't a coach be able to if he notices that his player is hurt, why can't he run out there as well? So that was my only pushback, but I get it. He should not have probably ran out there that far. He probably could have pumped his brakes three, four more seconds and then ran out yeah. there. But yeah. but we're going to get this. If, if you want a guy that's high energy, high octane, and yep. we see the the upside of it, we also have to accept that we may get one of these downsides. And, and this was a downside, but at the same time, what did it, it cost us 15 yards? It wouldn't have cost us the possession there. So is it a big yeah. deal? Did it you know yeah. impact the outcome of the game? I don't think so personally, but that's that's just me with it. So yeah, he's you're right about the when you know he's a sales guy and he when you're talking a lot you're usually you're usually wrong and he yes. over he does overcompensate. Yes, he knows he's wrong. I get why he's trying to do it because you can get just torn apart and you got to yep. control the narrative. Uh, but. Yeah, I love how he said basically I'm fit and I'm young and that's why I got out there so yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm Tracy, a stud. You know, I don't know what you know, what Tracy Clay's might have pulled a hammy or something. It yes. might have, you know, taken about yes. about ten seconds longer. So I love that that was his defense. That yes. basically I'm so athletic and fit. Yep. Um you don't you know criticize me for that. Yeah. But yep. that was a big play and still had a quarter left though, only down by you know, seven points there. Yep. So we so we go point. down, we get our um we get the uh, we get a touchdown there. We miss the extra point, which you know that goes into not having our kicker, which mm-hmm. is has to be a concern. We'll get into that in a bit, uh, but we still get the ball back. Two minutes left with a chance to win the game if we drive down. I thought at that moment, I really did. Even though we were on the five yard line, I really thought that this was going to be because we've seen it all year long. We've seen them been in that position, backs against the wall, and Tanner Morgan delivering. Unfortunately, Tanner gets dinged up, gets nailed in the head on the first play of that game. I noticed it right away that like he was all confused. It looked like he was concussed after that first play. So the second play, he just went down for a sack, basically, bringing Cole Kramer on third and twenty-three. Uh, and obviously nothing went from there. But you look, you look at Tanner's numbers though: twenty-five of thirty-six, three hundred sixty-eight yards, touchdown, no interceptions. Um, he was sacked six times though. I, I don't think 
He's been sacked six times all year. Um, I think that played a role with it. He, I think he had to pass a lot more in this game, obviously, because you look at our, our rush yards. We only gained 94 yards. You know, mm. that's that doesn't happen all year long. Uh, yeah. So we were playing from behind. Yep. We weren't able – when we have to play from behind and when – we have to pass, and when they know we have to pass, uh, we our, our playbook becomes very much dwindled down, and I don't like our playbook when it has to be like that, obviously. So um, that was unfortunate, um, but still, we're, we're yeah. one possession away from beating a great Iowa team. Um, I think we still played well, but obviously not, not good enough to win, so... Yep, I think seven seven out of ten times we win that game really with yeah. our team. I really do. I yep. just I think we should have been the favorites, and uh, you know the offense scored nineteen points. the it, The offense is too potent um, to score nineteen points, and yep. it's pretty easy. They just did not execute as well as they have, and probably been luck, probably be a little spoiled this year how well they've executed. And Iowa, I mean, too many points early on, twenty points right away, but then three points the rest of the game. So it, it turned out to game when Tanner Morgan came onto the field there. I thought we were going to score. I just I had that much belief. I know. That's what and, I and thought the same obviously thing. Obviously, that, that turned south in a hurry. Just one thing to, to echo what you said Morgan was the best player again by far. Correct. And Bateman had a key drop. Tyler had a key drop. Yep. And a couple deflections early on. Yep. So if you consider that. This kid continues to play lights out. And He's unbelievable. We need him for Northwestern and I beyond. Know. Yep. So we'll see what happens there, but um, it was a good game and and disappointing because you're all the bandwagon fans jump off with one loss. You can see it, 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 the buzz would have been I think a lot more if they win that game because you need momentum as a Gopher fan to get the casual fan into yep. it. I think people will still rev up for Wisconsin, but totally understandable they lost this game. Um, but man, a lot of opportunities missed in offense. Yep. Yep. a lot of opportunities. Yes, missed. absolutely. We'll we'll turn the page uh, on Iowa as as we don't want to beat a dead horse with any of that. A loss is a loss, but like we said, we're still nine and one. There's plenty of plenty of top ten teams that are still nine and one. We have six top. There's only three undefeated teams in the entire country right now. So let's let's keep that in mind. Uh, we do play Northwestern eleven a.m. tomorrow. It is on ABC. So more. Awesome national exposure for the Gophers can only help with recruiting. Play a Northwestern team that's two and eight this year. They are the defending Big Ten West champs, uh, ironically, but are two and eight this year. Uh, a lot of that's due to graduation. A lot of that's due to injury. Uh, nothing is more true this week as well. It sounds like their starting quarterback is listed as doubtful for the game against the Gophers. Uh, their backup has only thrown the ball three times, one for an interception, one for an incompletion, and one for a seven-yard completed pass. So um, I would think this should be advantage Gopher, right? Yeah. But, man, you look at who they've lost to. They, they are not getting killed by too many people. They're playing people tight. They only lost by nine to Wisconsin. Uh, they're playing uh, everyone else tight as well. So, um I am not looking at this uh, with the record of, hey, they're 2-8. and eight. We're going to walk through this one. I am a true seasoned Gopher fan where I am worried for every game, right? Yeah, I have a yeah. little bit of anxiety, which yeah. I hope <laughs> the Gophers have a little bit of healthy anxiety as well. But I still think we need to play really well. A Pat's, Pat Fitzgerald coach team, I think we still need to play really well to win. Anyone who thinks that we're just going to walk through this, I think, uh, is crazy. So your thoughts on, on the uh, Northwestern game? 
Yeah, I mean, it, big game. Just, I mean, it's a game we should win. Uh, but you're right. I would not sleep on Northwestern just because I I looked at their schedule too, and I mean, they haven't won any Big Ten games, so it's an awful season for them. But they haven't gotten killed too much by yeah. most teams, and so you got to be careful, um, and you got to play your best. And um, I expect us to take care of business, but it. You know, let's take care of business in Northwestern Championship Week. Yeah, let's go. Absolutely. So. What What are your thoughts with so Fleck, um, and he's really interesting you know, in regards to the Tanner Morgan health. Anytime yeah. with players, he's very oh. private, like like all of them are. But he's almost like I've started to figure him out when he says that they're oh they're they're doing really well or whatever. He said that for Kamal Martin, and he didn't play three weeks later. You know, he's like, oh yeah, they could play this week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're just not showing your cards because you want. You want them to game plan the other, the other uh, opponent to game plan for both options and just to waste their practice time is essentially what it comes down to. Um, he listed or when he said he's technically listed as the starting quarterback for tomorrow's game. However, he's has not publicized whether he is officially cleared by concussion protocol. So it, it sounds like he's a game time decision. Do you see Tanner Morgan playing tomorrow? And if he's not playing, what are your thoughts on oh, on who's going to step in and how that's going to look, how that's going to change? Uh, that's kind of an open-ended, walloping question. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping he's a goal, uh, but it's going to be Jacob Clark or Cole Kramer. And uh, if, he, if he can't go, and Fleck's been pretty disguising who he would pick there too as well Correct. it seems like kramer was the guy he threw in there late in iowa and just played a little bit more is that just to bleed a red shirt th- or uh, to, well, bleed, to bleed a game you know that's what I mean? true that's you know, true if, it might if, be he, just... if he thinks if he thinks clark's the guy yeah. hey let's and this is only two throws you're gonna get let's bleed a game out of kramer yeah because i know clark's gonna be my guy if he didn't think that either one was gonna have the game-winning touchdown drive he may say you know what let's throw in this guy good and, point you know what i mean yeah, yeah, and and Clark was the guy in that recruiting class. Uh, Kramer is a preferred walk on, and Correct. has impressed um, the kid from Eden Prairie. But I, I, what do you think? I, I'm who knows. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I think they can beat with. I think they can beat Northwestern with either one. Yeah. Uh, I think the system is good enough. They'll have to be able to run the football. Maybe use Seth Green a little bit more. Um, in, in a lot of healthy, a lot of slants from, you know, yep. I think either of those quarterbacks can execute. The yep. nice thing about Fleck and Chiraca and Gophers in general, it's plug and play. They're yep. almost getting there where it's plug and play, which yep. is what you want yep. as an organization. Yep. So, yep. Um, but you know, obviously I want Morgan in there. Yep. Um, I tweeted about it earlier in the week. I, I do not see Tanner Morgan going under center. I really don't. I, whether he's even cleared, I don't, I really don't see Fleck putting him in there. I think he's gearing up for Wisconsin. I want I think he's thinking I need this guy as healthy as possible for Wisconsin, for Ohio State, whatever else. I think he looks at Northwestern as a two and eight team and he's gonna say, Hey, you know what, I have a good enough team as a whole mm-hmm. where I think, like you said, plug and play, I think I can put in either Clark or Kramer and between the two of those guys, I may need to play both of them, but yeah. between the two of those guys, I think I have a good enough run game. And they're have a good enough arm that I can put up a few scores, and my defense is good enough. Shoot, they Northwestern doesn't have their starting quarterback in, and they have a very poor backup quarterback. So I'm thinking they're analyzing this, thinking let's not even risk it. I don't see Tanner playing. I think we're going to see Clark to start the game on our center, and I think they're going to try and ride him as long as they can. 
they may put in Kramer if, if Clark struggles or, you know, needs a break or a mental break or whatever it is. But I think they're going to, this is a great opportunity for them to be on the road in a big 10 game in a still meaningful game. But I think it's a safety net where they can, I think we can still win with either one of those two starting. Um, But I, I don't, I don't see Tanner being thrown in. What a luxury to have four quarterbacks coming into the season. You could play. I mean, think about it. So you had Annex dead, who was the, the number one that we thought. Yep. Tanner, pretty good backup. Number yep. two. Yep. And then Cole Kramer and Jacob Clark. Yes. What a difference a coaching staff has made. Yep. More, I mean, that's that's every reason why we're in the situation we are and compared to Jerry Kill and Clays, which did a fantastic job in areas, but we're awful at yes. getting one good quarterback. Yep. And maybe it was a system thing too. So just it's awesome to have these options. Yes. So yep, absolutely. Uh, our kicking situation, we don't need to. No one likes uh, kickers, I, I think, but we, <laughs> it is noteworthy to touch on. We'll touch on it real quick. Uh, Lance is still in. In Fleck never really releases the outcome of of any of the injuries, but Lance is still injured. He is not. He was our starting kicker for the first. Eight games of the year. He has not played in the last two. Uh, Brock Walker, redshirt freshman of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He came in. He obviously, like I said, he's a 19-year-old kid. So we'll be nice with how we uh, phrase all of our comments here. But uh, he has not done well. He missed the extra point the other night. Um, and he missed his, uh, or he didn't miss. He hit the upright and it did luckily go in off his chip shot 23-yard field goal. So I don't feel comfortable with him. But how is that going to play out once if we, you know, yeah, get, move yeah. forward, right? Yeah, We're going to have some closer and closer games where every extra point, every field goal, and it's not going to be a chip shot. We may need a 42-yard field goal, left hash, right hash, whatever it is, where he's going to need to drill it, and it's going to absolutely need to be drilled. Yeah. How is that? How do you see that playing out if we don't get Lance back? Yeah, I see a lot of... <laughs> It could be interesting. It, we, yeah. It's it's uh, you know he missed four points. I guess you could say in the Iowa game, but that fifty yarder was uh, a coin flip. Yeah, but uh, it will be interesting. Haven't gotten into that situation yet, but I, I it'll be interesting if we get there. We'll have some big games coming up potentially, and yeah. in the meantime, go for it. Four down territory everywhere. That's what I say. I mean, yes. with this offense though, just let's go. You know, yep. don't but don't get in fourth and thirteen. They got in the fourth and thirteen where they went backwards. You can't have that, so at least you have an option at fourth, you know, in five and under, just to let this offense do what it's done all year and just roll the dice. Don't even try to kick the field goal unless it's a chip shot. That's yeah, what I, 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 but at the end of the game, you might have to. I get that. Correct, and, uh, it, and then just you know the the aggressive. To your point, I love the aggressiveness that it kind of forces us. Like yeah. it, it should have that fourth and four, we would have gotten it if he would have just yeah. made the simple catch. Uh, but there are going to be absolute times where no, we actually need this field goal, and so yeah. that makes me nervous. I'm hoping Brock uh, settles in. I think PJ will coach him up uh and you know really rally behind him unlike the basketball coach patino i think uh i think fleck gets it and he's gonna give him a big hug and love on him and hopefully build up his confidence and and make it happen let's uh let's gather your thoughts on we are listed right now your gophers through 10 games peter through 10 games are your number 10 team in the nation still even after that loss they are the number 10 team in the nation what are your thoughts with that and what are your thoughts with we are behind oklahoma we're actually behind pennsylvania state university that is penn state <laughs> university which yeah. i thought i i don't, I don't have it in my them. i don't have it in my notes right now but 
I swear we played them at some point this year. And I think, no, I was at that game. And I thought, I thought, yeah. call me crazy, I thought we beat them. So I'm a little confused. They I are, thought I ran in the field because we won too. Is that I, right? I think so. I and really it, thought, yeah. where we were ahead, we had more points than yeah, them? Yeah, I think we did. So, and that was that was this year. That was this, yeah, that was this year. Okay, yes, but my notes show that Penn yeah. State is 8 and we're 10. They have the same record, 9-1 and one and we're 9-1, and one, but yet they're ranked ahead of us. Yeah. Can you explain that to me? I can't. I can't. I think you're right on that. No, I'm being serious, right? Yeah. I mean, wh- yeah. why are they ranked ahead of us? That makes zero sense. It, it makes zero sense. I was actually surprised we didn't fall further. I just expect the worst. I was surprised that too. So, in, in yeah, Oregon, they, they lost to Auburn. That was their one loss. Okay, that's... But they I'm okay. I'm okay with Auburn. What I'm not okay with is how on they have earth, no wins. Uh, well, that's oh, true too. Yeah. I was gonna say, but how on earth is Utah? How is yeah. Utah with their loss? How on earth are they number seven? I I, I will give you LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, yeah. Georgia, yeah. Alabama, whatever. You guys, sure. you're in a whole nother league. I get that. All right, I'm not gonna be illogical, but the fact that Penn in even Oklahoma at nine. I'll let that slide, even though they don't play defense. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But for Penn State to have the same record as us, and we have a head-to-head matchup where we beat them, mm-hmm. just by principle alone, how on earth are they ahead of us in Utah? So I, I can't wrap my head around that. No respect. Uh, no, no respect. Yep. I, yep. I no think respect. that's what it comes down to. Yep. That's it. I mean, I think you're right. I think Minnesota should be about seven. I think Penn State should be behind us. I think Utah and Oregon should be behind us. Looking at who they beat, they we actually had the best win of all of them. Yep. We all have one loss, um, to all to decent teams yep. with those group. And but you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's they're giving us more respect than we used to get, which is not saying much. Correct. Um, because I expected to fall like behind Wisconsin given yep. the history. So yes. Maybe that's a step in the right direction, but there's no way we should be behind Penn State. Yep, I agree. So. Um, moving forward, uh, we have – so let's let's just assume for a moment, which as a Gopher fan, you never want to assume. Let's assume that we're going to beat Northwestern, right? I mean, on paper, we should be favored. I haven't asked Vegas yet, but I assume we should Take be favored. 14-point favorites. 14-point right favorites. Goodness, we better be 14-point favorites. Um Assuming that we will be a ten and one team going into our bitter rival, the Wisconsin Badgers, um, which would set up for a Big Ten title, West I should say, Big Ten West title showdown, mm-hmm. um, which has high speculation on Twitter on everywhere else that College Game Day would be coming. Um, your thoughts to on the city or to yeah. to the yeah. city, yeah. right? Yeah. Your thoughts on College Game Day potentially coming, what that would mean. Uh, thoughts on that? I think it's huge for the program. It's so much exposure. Yep. The kids have fun with it. I watch it every Saturday or at least tape it. Um, Corso with the gopher head on would be quite nice. Can you imagine that? If Corso put on that, I mean, that would be unbelievable, right? It would be unbelievable. And I just that, that exposure is so huge in this day and age. Yes. Getting the common fan in it. I was (laughs) at the... I was at the gym the other day, and they actually the instructor who would probably never watch a gopher football game. They're yep. doing a rowing exercise, and they go, "Row the boat, Scotty Ma." I mean, this stuff works when people talk I about know. it, and so people make fun of it, but it's, make it, but people it are still doing it. But they're all talking about "Row the boat, Scotty Ma," so, yes. which never have been mentioned Absolutely. in the vocabulary of casual Twin Cities fans. Absolutely. So I mean, I think this is this is huge. I mean, we're one of the programs that haven't had it. It's a staple, uh, with the younger generation, you know, it's been going for on for 30 years or so. And 
this is big uh, for making yourself a legitimate program, a lot of pub and a lot of exposure. So it'd be, it'd be huge if it got here. Yes. And it's coming soon if it doesn't happen this year, which I think it will. Yep. Um, it's coming soon with Fleck in charge. And what a way to highlight. I mean, it's huge. It's a, ga- it's a game changer for the PR of the program. Yep. And if you look at that, if, if you know, I ignored our Iowa loss for, for yep. a moment here. If you couple and parlay this with that Penn State win that we had just a awesome top five win and what that meant to this city and rushing the field and everything else if we parlay that with a college game day experience coupled with getting the axe back coupling mm-hmm. or retaining the axe yeah. we have the axe yeah. i'm just not used to saying that for crying out loud <laughs> that's unbelievable yeah. and on top of that, we win the Big Ten West and we're going to the Big Ten Championship game. You put all three of those together, what an amazing moment yeah. for not only the Gopher fans of the of the present, but now looking forward for what that does for this program for recruiting and moving forward. I mean, you can't put can't put a price tag on that one. So yeah, you're um, right. that is awesome. As you know, if you're a college football fan, when you ever watch College Game Day, they always have the celebrity guest picker. They'll always have it typically from the hometown of wherever it is your thoughts if we're making that assumption that if college game day comes uh who is going to be in your eyes the celebrity i mean Mm. minnesota it's there's plenty of plenty of (laughs) i think there's plenty of celebrities that have come from this wonderful state there should be uh it's a great state who would be your guess on who this celebrity guest picker would be? Hmm. I got a list here. I got a short list. Oh, get, I got a short no, list. No, you you can have you can have two two to three, and that's it. Woo! Oh. I would go with Rick Flair for the entertainment value. So he was a gopher he, football player. That's right. I forgot okay. about that. So I think you had to go to University of Minnesota. Oh, I've heard a lot shoot. of this talk about Jessica Beale. All these, it's like, well, she's from Ely, Minnesota. Well, oh, no, she no, didn't no. go to the University no, of Minnesota. No, that no, doesn't work. No. Oh, so Rick Flair. Rick Flair now a little bit of a, there's some you know from entertainment value college game day is kind of a wrestling hype show let's yes. call it uh, he played football here oh, I guess briefly yes and they're they always woo at the TCF Bank Stadium right yep. after a first down or randomly yeah. um, kind of a personal wreck probably so I don't know if you want him hanging around but yes that seems a lot of fun to me my number the safe pick is Tony Dungy. Um, go for quarterback. Yes. He's, been wearing the, he's very proud of yes. Gopher alum now. Yes. Uh, or Eric Decker or Brock Lesnar, who my okay. shortlist. So I kind of I'm going with Ric Flair though because as, I, as my yeah. I think your bottom it, two. I I like both those bottom two, but I think Ric Flair for what you mentioned the entertainment standpoint that would be hands down. I mean yeah. that that's I I feel like I shouldn't even share mine based <laughs> off what you just presented I there. About, I thought about this. No, I I can tell you did that was actually fantastic. I think Ric Flair is it, but if you want something classy, yeah, you go with Tony Dungy because <laughs> yeah. that's highly respectable. I don't think he would be able to just because of his commitments with. Uh, his his work endeavors, but he's absolutely a supporter. I picked okay. If you're curious, mm-hmm. yeah, my, I, I'm, my I'm, selection. I'm I know interested. you're you're. It's also on the wrestling standpoint, though. Oh, Jesse Ventura, the body, the body. Oh boy, right. I mean, he could. He is old. He's a TPC member, as you know. With yeah, I see him on the golf course yeah. every once in a while. He's a little. He's got a few screw looses. Yeah, but. he's. You don't know what could come out of his mouth. 
is is probably is yeah. probably what could happen and I'd be a little nervous. He is a little older now. Um he's now, off the grid, you know, these days. He is a little bit off the grid and I think they would be a little nervous with what what could happen he with might him on choke stage. slam uh, Lee Corso right there. He, he could. And so I think they're probably calculating the risk reward in their head right now. Uh either way I, I will put it down to uh, those three for sure. I, I can't see someone outside of those three now that we've really broken this down between yeah. Ric Flair, the body, or Tony Dungy. But I think the body didn't on. go to the University of Minnesota. He did, did not go. Yeah, I don't think he did. Okay, but he's a go- he's a Minnesota guy. Yes. Could, he was the so, governor of Minnesota. Someone fact out. check me on that, but uh, Google that. But I yep. think he. So that's my only beef with Jesse Ventura. Okay. Personally, I think yes. he's got to be a gopher. But I he was he, the former governor. So he's got a little, yeah, you know that's what true. I mean? That'd be, no, that'd be an entertain, another, I think we're all on, we're going along the same lines of wrestling, hype, yes. et cetera, but Lee Corsa putting on that gopher head. He oh, seems like be... he hates the gophers though, by the way. So I can see him Just trying to Bucky. spite us? Yes. Yeah, just yeah. kind of oh, yeah. thing. Just skin or skin. I see that whole area between Mariucci Arena, Williams Arena, and TCF just flooded. Just flooded. Flooded. That'd be, be huge for the program. Yeah, be awesome. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up with two things here real quick. So prediction for... Northwestern game going into tomorrow. Like I said, 11 a.m. start on ABC at Ryan Field. There's going to probably be, uh, I would guess, 8,000 fans there, uh, which is sad. StubHub has it for $6 tickets. I (laughs) bet half of the fans will be Gophers. I'm hoping. I wish I could go. I'll be out of town. Uh, But what is your prediction for the Northwestern game? I'm going 28-14 Golden Gophers. Are you looking at my notes right now? No. I have no. Uh, no, I I like your I have twenty four fourteen. All right, okay. so I I think okay. we're in the with Tanner without Tanner. You're this assuming is, without I'm, I'm assuming Morgan. this is without Tanner Morgan. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm assuming without Tanner Morgan. I think we get enough uh, enough scoring, but not much. I think we just get enough to. And this is maybe like an Antoine Winfield pick six. Maybe I'm yeah. getting a little greedy. I feel like we need mm. a turnover deep in uh, deep in Northwestern territory. But I think we'll probably give up. A couple scores because we probably won't move the ball as much is, yeah. is kind of what I'm thinking. So um, let's hope either one. I don't care if you're right, I'm right. As long as we win, I could care less. Um, let's look. Uh, lastly, like I said, last game of the season, uh, if we win, so we're 10-1, and one, last game of the season would be Saturday, wow. November 30th, 2.30. So we'll end of the game, second half, will probably be under the lights, be a fantastic atmosphere with the Big Ten West title on the line. Chance to go to the Rose Bowl. Indianapolis. Yeah. Everything's on the table, really. Yes. College football playoff. You want to be really outrageous, but it's it's keep winning. And yes. you're, you beat Ohio State. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. So exciting times to be a Gopher fan. Uh, stick with our Gophers. They're they're doing good stuff. I don't care how this uh, finishes. I do actually. I do care how this yes. season finishes out. But either way, either way, we're in uh, good company right now and good standing uh, with where we're at in the rankings and and we're going in the right direction. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to uh, share uh, share a link and everything. We are officially on iTunes now and Spotify. So subscribe there. We will see you next time. Sky Ma, roll the boat, go Gophers.